is Nicole. This is Sultana, aka Queen. And you are listening to Makeup, Breakups, and Martinis. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we have a very special guest. And I know we say that every episode. <laughs> But, but this is a very very special guest yes also another love of my life an aries <laughs> uh lonnie's say hey lonnie hey everybody happy <laughs> thursday to you hope you got your drinks together because we're about to get lit yes <laughs> turn <Cheers>. up turn <laughs> up <laughs> right go. He's another Aries. I'm an Aries, so he is also a love of mine, too. <laughs> we got Aries traits, so we can talk about that when we um, start the episode. But as you know, we start every episode with a mixer question. Yes. And so our mixer question, um, our last week's episode was about love. We were kind of talking about, you know, what is love? What's your definition of love? Um, so I want to ask you. I know, right? His facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the mixer's question is supposed to do. Yeah, it's, it's a, a ice question. It's an ice question. He just took a sip. He's like, Lord. I didn't get the study, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever been in love? So, I believe I've been in love um, a few times. A few times, um, okay. The last person that I dated, um, I thought that they were going to be the person that I needed. But things change. People mm-hmm. grow. Uh, some people don't. Um, and there was just this blockage there where we just had to go our separate ways. We're still cool to this day, but um, as far as us getting back together, yeah, we probably won't. So that was one of the questions we brought up in the last episode. And you said you have been in love and i know like nicole and i we had the discussion does the love go away or do you where does love go? where does the love go carrie from sex in the city reference so i think the difference with us is i was in love before now i just love Love him yeah because there's all right i was just gonna bring that up because we didn't bring it up last time there's like a difference between you know when you love someone and being in love with them and you know sometimes you have to ask like your partner like well do you love me are you in love so which is differentiation yeah nicole you were given appreciation awards (laughs) you're like no no i was what you said guilty <laughs> you can't get this love but you can get this appreciation award. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so that was that was something i just wanted to know like does it go away or is it something that is still like you still remember the time when you were in love and you just it's it's just a love for that person right that's what it is you just had that love for a person um i don't think i've ever had anybody where i've just like stopped loving in general like Mm -hmm. we may clash or we may not get along but no love lost yeah awesome all right so you are a financial advisor <laughs> you might be like financially advising us yes no, <laughs> we, we have, need a lot of help. we're saying 
others out there but this really might be towards us no i mean we really have him on today for our <laughs> help and i mean you could charge us if you, <laughs> you can charge us afterwards for this session but um no uh it's it's super awesome what you're doing what you do uh, and so important um so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and and, and what you do Okay, so yeah, go ahead, plug yourself <laughs> in. I'm gonna give you all my stories. So I'm originally from Wisconsin. I worked in corporate America. It's cold in Wisconsin right now, guys. <laughs> Bet you love Florida. And he's um, in a short sleeve shirt. And love no, it. and no, I'm not a Packers fan. <laughs> but I'm from originally from Beloit, Wisconsin. I started off in corporate. I worked in corporate for several years. Um, I loved my job. Um, my job was really easy um, I got paid decently but I always knew there was something else out there for me and mind you before I even get into it I didn't grow up in a household that taught me financial literacy so um, the older I've gotten the more um, knowledge I've gained from you know different people from books just all over the place so last year in January the group of people that I worked with, it was 10 of us, um, we got called into the office and um, it was our supervisor, our manager, and our director. And they pretty much told us that our jobs were being eliminated and there were only going to be three positions open. So whoever wanted or whoever was interested in the roles, they would have to submit a resume. Um, I always wanted to be South. Florida was not where I wanted to be in the past. Um, I always wanted to live in Texas, but my brother moved here four years ago, and I think after two years of him living here, I fell in love with Florida. So Aww. I'm just like, okay, whatever. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to bow out. <laughs> Y'all can have the job. And um, they let me know that, you know, you can either accept another offer in a different department or you can just go ahead and be done with the company in April. So I went ahead and, and took the buyout. And in February of last year, they called us back into the office and they're just like, okay, so if we offer you an, if we offer you a role in another in another department, then you have to accept it because it's gonna be, it's not gonna be a lateral move. It's either gonna be what you're making or you know, you'll know get, get some type of bonus. And so I'm just like, that's not what was discussed. The documents that I have say otherwise. So it just, it went yeah. completely left and I was over. I was just like, I've already been planning to move to Florida. Like, <laughs> I'm out of here. I don't care what y'all do. Whatever y'all decide, I'm still moving to Florida. Well, and just, that whole emotional toll of oh well now we can put you in a different place doesn't that kind of get like, like they let me know that i wasn't appreciated right. <laughs> yeah, right. they let me know i wasn't America. appreciated yeah mm -hmm. um i thought my perspective of things changed mm -hmm. like it was completely different i ended up dealing with that i ended up getting that cleared up they were able to come to an agreement that this is what you offered me in the beginning um, we don't want any further legal action, so we're just going <laughs> to go ahead and let you do what you have to do, even though I'm not supposed to be talking about this. <laughs> we'll, change, we'll change your name. <laughs> That's all right. Either way, uh, that same exact day, I was scrolling on Instagram and um, I was irritated, even though everything 
happened the way it happened I was irritated and I'm just like I got to do something different and I'm scrolling on Instagram and I came across my mentor now who is vice president Jay Miller and she had this ad going and I'm like oh my gosh she's beautiful looks like she's doing something with her life so I um go down her page and I'm just like scrolling down you know there's a lot of scam out there so mm-hmm. yeah. I'm looking trying to make sure that everything is aligned and I'm like oh my god she is like doing it big and so I started looking at some of the other leaders and I followed her and um, she messaged me and it's history from there I I started started with the company February 21st of last year Um, so I'm coming up on my year like I mentioned before financial literacy wasn't something that was taught in my household right it's more so you have to go to school to do this mm-hmm. or do that. And I went vegan last year, so I kind of feel like that may play play a part in some of my thoughts and my mindset shifting the way it did. Um, but yeah, I mean, that discipline also does, you know, yeah. play a big role. What do they say? Like, if you're able to control your mind, you're able to control your life, life or something like that something like that you know <laughs> i'm always right. misquoting everything so i'm sure that probably did play a role in you being disciplined in your diet and then you know your mindset changed as well yeah and so when you you started working for you said it's your it's your vp now or she was the yes VP? she's okay. my vp now when i came in she was a sales director okay. um but when it, after what four months with being with the company um i became an executive sales director which is five titles in four months okay um and i just i i I looked at things differently and i'm like okay i'm a boss like i started looking at my checks and i'm just like oh my god (laughs) i'm writing my own check i'm looking at my checks i'm just like this is more than what i made in one week yeah or two weeks at my at my you know corporate job so i'm just like okay i gotta do this i'm like financial literacy is important there's over 78 million people who have less than perfect credit so i'm just like the idea of helping other people is what hit me the most it's just like i want to be able to help my people i want to be able to help other people um yeah to learn there's so much you can do yes yes so i think like i love your story because it seems like you're frustrated with your career you don't know what's to come and then you sounds like you just fell into your purpose and sometimes like a lot of us like we're still searching for our purpose in our career and we don't know where to go how to get to it but it all worked out for you right right so that's a beautiful story i love it and you know what's crazy like i always knew that i was put on this earth to help other people mm-hmm. i just didn't know what i was yeah. gonna be doing to help yeah. other people and i'm so thankful to god and the universe for blessing me with the opportunity to be able to help other people yeah and, i mean you pretty much work for yourself right yeah. that's like it yeah. <laughs> wake up when i want to go to sleep when i want to <laughs> like what we're doing right now when i want to <laughs> I love it. And um, another thing, I had went through a credit repair company in the past, and he did an awesome job with my credit, but it was just credit repair. Um, With our services, we offer 12 other 
tools. We don't want to just fix your credit. We want to make sure that you're in good standing, you know, for life. We don't want to just fix your credit. We want to be able to educate you on your finances. So that was going to be my next question. So you teach people how Mm -hmm. to you know be financially literate and repair their credit and everything involved with that and keep them from making the same mistakes Mistakes. that they made in the past yeah so so you want like this long lasting relationship not like i'm getting paid yeah and that's yeah that's not my thing but also like the education it will affect generations honestly right and that's what i'm here for to break generational curses Mm -hmm. because i know i have bad habits but it's like That's you okay. said You're you know human. yeah right we we didn't we didn't know better we didn't yeah. grow up knowing because it's just like once you get money spend it that's mm-hmm. it that's that's what you're supposed to do with money is spend it whereas other people learn how to invest how to use it and and make their money work for them so that's awesome and another thing when Go you ahead. were just saying um how we were brought up when it comes to spending money guys money is not evil I know that I was taught. I was taught that money was evil. The root of all evil. Money is not evil. Mm -hmm. If you put that thought into your head or you speak those, if you speak that into the universe, that's pretty much what it is. But money's not evil. Money is good. Once you start appreciating money and you learn the true meaning behind money, um, it's a tool. Yeah. Things, I mean, you you have to have money to make it, right? Right. All right, so we have a couple of questions. questions. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) maybe from some other people, maybe from us. (laughs) Anonymous. Anonymous writer. (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) So, no, seriously, no. So, how long does it take to get a person's credit up? So it just all depends on what situation you're in. Everybody's situation is unique. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I normally tell my clients it can take anywhere from three to six months, uh, depending on, like I said, your situation. I had a client that I'm really close to. She came to me and she was telling me how she had a bankruptcy and she had all these different uh, derogatory items on her credit report mm-hmm. and she was kind of nervous she's just like you know I trust you so she's like showing me everything and she's just like I really need this to go <laughs> and she had filed bankruptcy two years ago and she honestly thought that it took seven years for it to be removed mm-hmm. oh yeah because that's why a lot of us were told yeah it, it, that's not true <laughs> it's not true Good to know um, so uh, she signed up with me in I want to say it was the end of March and she trusted the process, which is what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You didn't, you didn't fuck your credit up overnight. So it's not going to be an overnight fix. Mm -hmm. And she understood that. And so after I want to say it was less than two months, she had messaged me and she's just like, Oh my God, like, all of the items that I disputed, they're gone. She's just like, even the bankruptcy. And she, wow, like, yeah. it made me feel good because I'm just like, you trusted the process. Mm-hmm. You trusted me as a friend to, yeah. you know, share your financial situation with me. Mm-hmm. And it just, you got to trust the process. If you don't trust the process, then don't. All right. So, what are some tips and tricks to improve your credit? Okay, so if you have negative items on your report, you need to get those items removed. 
it's you can't so a lot of people that I've worked with um, they come to me and they're just like you know I don't have this I don't have that much on my credit report and I'll look at their credit factors and I'm just like look like you got to fix this it's five different ways to um, calculate your credit score so 35% is your payment history so you want to make sure that you don't have any missed payments no late payments if you have those on your credit report you need to get those removed before you even try to build any type of credit at 30% is your utilization um, we normally say you need to keep it under 30% but if you're really trying to build and you're trying to build aggressively, you need to keep your credit card utilization under 9%. 15% uh, is your length of credit history. Oh, um, under 9%? Under 9%. I know. That, that was if you're 30. trying to build aggressively. I gotcha. Okay, okay. Like 30% is good. That's good. But you're not going to see a massive increase stand just under 30%. That's oh, very good to know. Oh, like okay. nine. Wow, 9%. Yeah. <laughs> right. Damn. Yeah. That's okay, though. That's okay, though. <laughs> All right. And then, um, like I said, 15% is your length of your credit history. Um, you want to try to keep, you want to try to keep your cards. Old accounts are good accounts. Don't cancel any cards. It's okay to cut them. Just don't cancel them. Okay. 10% um, is your type of credit. Um, and then temp, another 10% is new credit. So you don't want to, you don't want to go over one or two inquiries, especially if you're trying to make a big purchase. Okay. So I do remember someone saying that if you're, let's say you're trying to buy a car and they're inquiring, you have like a, is it a 10 day window where all of that or something like that? Okay, Lonnie's looking at me. 10 crazy. day window for what? Where if you're, if they're doing inquiries, mm -hmm. there's a few days where, where it won't negatively affect your credit because it's within a certain window. Like, I don't know what the days are, but it's like you can, you have like a window of, let's say you're shopping around. Mm -hmm. Is that true? No, I don't know about that. I okay. just I know that if they pull your credit, that's it's gonna, gonna go show down. <laughs> some some car dealerships. I don't think all of them will will let you do this, but um, take your report into With the car dealership so that they can them. see it. Right. And like, I honestly, this is something that I knew before I learned about finances. Get you a good credit union. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a credit union one. and try to finance through your credit union. Yeah, your credit union sure. is going to be easier for you to finance and they're going to get your low interest rate. Right. My first vehicle that I financed back in what, 2010? I think it was 2010. <laughs> um, the first vehicle I financed, uh, I financed it at 25%. Yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> 25%. But I needed a car. Right. And so, um, but honestly, I don't remember my interest rate, but you, well, you don't know. You're just you so know. happy that they're saying you're approved and you can get, you're like, thank you that you don't know. You don't even think about it. Right. <laughs> because we weren't taught that. No, we like, weren't. But yeah, it's like interest rate. Oh no, you know yeah. this is my monthly payment, and then you break it down. You're like, okay, so I'm not even paying towards the car. This is my interest that I'm paying towards. Yeah. Well, then when you hear other people's interest rate are so low, and then it's like, oh, like what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm stuck now. I signed those papers. Right. The contract is in. Yeah. Like, you know, 
it's just going towards interest, you know. But the guy that I um, did my credit repair through back in 2010, 2011, um, it's 2011 because it's right after I bought my car. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had my car a year and I started my credit repair with him. And um, shout out to Jason, cool guy. Man, he did really good with my credit. Um, But uh, he had gave me all these different resources and he's just like, okay, so we're gonna build your credit. He said, I want you to go um, talk to one of my one of my homies down at this credit union. So I went and talked with her and um, I opened up an account and it was so crazy to me because she was just like, your interest rate on your car is so high. Like, do you want to try to see if we can get you a lower interest rate? And I'm yeah. like, my credit is probably not going to allow us to do that. <laughs> you and see, my credit score is a hater. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just like, no, let's just let's just see. Because she's like, I've seen things happen. So let's see. And so. 25%. She, that's, yes. High. That's. that's Anything. Hi, but you know, like you looking know. at it now, like I would love to have that type of car note right now, <laughs> not with the interest. Yeah, no, <laughs> but that note. And that's like, the thing. We're looking at the payments. Like, okay, well, this is my monthly that payment. payment. That payment right. was really cheap. Yeah, like I can, I can do that. You know, <laughs> that but payment yeah. was really cheap for a newer car. Mm-hmm. But you don't look at like Mm-mm. you're not really paying towards all the that car. money that you're spending outside of what the vehicle is worth. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, she was able to get me down to 11%. So I was just like, I always recommend credit unions. Like, if if you're looking to get a new vehicle, get your credit report from your credit union and see what your credit union can do for you before you try to finance through the banks that the car dealerships are reaching out to to try to get you approved because they will run your credit and some of them won't even tell you how many times your credit's been run Mm. but they run they run it because they want to make that sale i used to work for a car a car dealership as well so i know how it works (laughs) all right uh, um, quick psa i hope y'all got your pens and papers and y'all taking notes because it's some vital information what are some good and bad financial investments oh jesus (laughs) Um, I'm going to keep this really short. Okay. So investment wise, you want to invest in something that's going to make you some money. Yeah. You don't want to invest in anything that's not going to make you any money. So like y'all that's standing in line for Jordans or going out buying purses or Louboutin shoes (laughs) with a credit score (laughs) under 700. Mm -hmm. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Stop. For the people in the back <laughs> stop you know there's so much there's so many different stock options out there that you can invest in mm-hmm. invest in a business something that's gonna make you some money while you sleep right mm-hmm. that's right. what you want and that's why i invested in the company that i'm with because i seen the compensation plan and i'm just like oh my god like I can do what? Right. Like mm-hmm. I was just telling one of my friends, I don't know if y'all know Morgan Hart Hartman. I don't know. She was Ray J's um, personal assistant. Oh, no. So she's married to one of my mentors. Oh, okay. And um, I was just telling my, my homeboy, I'm just like, my mentor makes over $5 million in a year. Mm, wow. So, like, when I seen the compensation plan, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a wrap. So you telling me that I can make somebody's salary 
in a month yeah. okay right say less right. let's do it <laughs> so, so invest in something that you're interested in you know think about it Invest in something that you're interested in. Don't just do it because you think it's going to make you some money. Because it's not easy. It's very challenging. But it's worth it. So it's like that mindset of what can I invest in that can make me money while I sleep? Because if you buy Jordans and if you buy, I don't know, what, what kind of purse... A Chanel purse. A Chanel purse. purse. When you put what's, that purse wait, down, it's not making you money. I know that's what the I'm trying Birkin. to the Birkin. The Birkin. The Birkin. When you buy the what's Birkin, that, like ten thousand dollars. Yes, ten thousand dollars. There's Starting. no way. I, and I and I feel like even with the money that I make, it ain't that serious. <laughs> I'm gonna keep keep the stuff that I, I'm gonna shop where I shop at. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if if there are events in the future because of COVID, um, I may. I may shop a little differently for an event, mm-hmm. but like normal wear, like you gonna catch me in this ASOS, you gonna catch me in H and M, Macy's. I'm yeah. not. No, we gonna budget it and do it the right way. It's like when you put that Birkin bag in your closet, it's not making you money. It's I mean, not. it's not gonna lose value. It's it's definitely gonna hold a certain level of value, but is it making money while you sleep? And right. that's really what you want to invest in things that can make you money yeah it's like the money's making it's working for you you. Mm -hmm. yeah you're not working for the money your money is working because you need that you Mm -hmm. need residual income all right what happens if you have like just i don't know emotional spending habits so i used to be that way um i think what helped me was putting a budget together like this is the money that i can play with this is the money that i cannot play with right um yeah no that's (laughs) just budget it's okay to treat yourself it's okay yeah i've been i've been watching a few people and they've been talking about that like they were like these multi-millionaire companies they have a budget and you don't you know they have a budget and say well we can't afford more paper clips because this is the budget for paper clips you know yeah and here you are just like i was swiper no swipe you gotta learn that discipline (laughs) right right. it's it's It's, tough because i was an emotional shopper right but now i'm just like who's gonna see it So if you if you are looking to put some money into something that is a liability, make sure that you can take that same amount of money and put it into something that's going to make you some money. Right. Like, yeah, that had to be my new mind frame because it was like if you're if you're an impulse buyer, then you definitely have to make sure that you're buying something where you can get a profit out of if that's how you are right think about it that way if you so say for instance you want this purse and this purse is 300 400 dollars if you if you don't have six six or seven hundred dollars on hand in that moment don't do it yeah i think jay-z because that other part needs to be put into some type of investment that's going to make you money it's okay to treat yourself but if you can't put that same amount into an investment at the same time that you're going to make that purchase it needs to sit on that shelf no i remember someone saying that i don't know i i'm i'm not gonna say it's jay it might have been there's no selling yeah because he always talks about but it's like Mm -hmm. if you can't buy it twice then you can't afford it that's it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, when it comes to like, when it comes to renting, most of us can't like, buy it once. 
And it's so crazy because I was just telling one of my homeboys that I wanted to, I originally wanted to purchase, but um, one of my mentors advised otherwise, and um, we won't even go into that. Okay. Uh, purchasing a home. Okay. And he advised otherwise. So um, a lot of the stuff that he was saying made sense in that moment. I'm just like, oh my God, like, you're right. You are so right. But, um, you know, when you're getting ready to move into a, a place that you're renting, um, they tell you that your income has to be, what, triple? Mm-hmm. What you, It's got to be triple what your rent, you oh, know, a yeah. month is going to be. Yeah. So, I mean, like, think yeah. about stuff like that. Um, they want to make sure you can afford it. Right, right. <laughs> they know folks ain't got budgeting. Right, right. So, it's like, can you really afford it? Do you have first, last? <laughs> and make twice the income yeah so that's a great way to look at it all right so and now to the good stuff let's talk about dating oh my <laughs> my favorite subject starts too <laughs> i got a feeling i might have to make this podcast a few more times <laughs> You are welcome. Be continued. You are welcome. Okay. Every time. I was telling one of my one of my friends that I've been manifesting love and it's just like that's not what I want right now. And one of my business partners was just saying that love is one of the um it's one of the biggest frequencies. So I may not want it, but I may need it. Mm. You're still vibrating love. Yeah. And it's coming to you, but you're pushing it away. Well, I'm an Aries. I don't know if this is an Aries thing, but like I know for a long time it was just like I wasn't ready. I don't want love. Um, we watched this TikTok video earlier where it was just like, and Aries is like, nah, I'm gonna hurt you, you know. And, and that was always my thing. Like I was like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't get heartbroken. I'm gonna hurt you before you hurt me. Okay. Kind of vibe. Right. So all right. So my questions to the Aries. Is that really like your thing? Or do you think that's like a guard? It's a guard. I feel like it's I feel like it's both. I just I want it to be the right timing. Um I don't want the title. That's what it is. I don't want the titles. Like let's just go with the flow, get to know one another and go from there. What's so hard about that? Like if I tell you something, just go with that. Like I'm not attracted to um, an individual who is going against the grain. If I'm telling you something, I mean that. Just take my word <laughs> at face value. This is what I mean when I say I just want to be this. Let um, me grow to like you. Right, right. Enough to, for you to pursue me. If I'm telling you that I don't want something, then just accept that. And you let them know right off top, like, look, I don't want... I don't want the titles. Yes. I don't want someone that I'm just messing around with. Mm-hmm. I just want that companionship. And we'll go with the flow. We're going to build this friendship because the friendship is the foundation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if in the future we decide that we're going to add a title, so be it. But you know what? It's either it might, one or the other. It's probably like what you project. Some people like that challenge. No, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> like, like, wait. How how are we here? Like Deborah Cox, how did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> nobody's supposed to be here. Nobody, nobody's supposed to be here. 
And you know what? It's crazy because we'll say that, but if it's like the guy that we that feel is it, yeah, it's like okay, but we're still going with the flow. This is cute because with my ex, I was just like, I don't want no relationship. I was single for almost seven years, so I'm just like, I know what I want, and what I don't want, and he pursued it, but it wasn't like, oh, you're gonna be it. It was real organic and there was a friendship before we became lovers it was a lot that happened in between our friendship and us becoming lovers um he waited a really long time to pursue me i don't know okay lana you gotta tell me do we have like this whole like sensory thing where we could like you sense bullshit there you go you finished (laughs) my my standards like i'm not i'm not going below my standards Mm. like it's just not happening (laughs) if i see something with my eyes i'm gonna believe it Mm -hmm. if i hear something i'm gonna question it but if i see it with my own eyes i'm gonna question i'm gonna question it Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna be looking at you like hmm because there's this guy that's interested in me and i've seen things because in the moment when we first met i was in a relationship so i really couldn't do anything about the the attraction but i was watching him i was observing him because i'm just like okay so you say you like me but i'm seeing this and i'm seeing that so Mm -hmm. i don't know actions speak louder than words for me yeah (laughs) yeah right so my thing is if you like me then you like me no matter what so like you say you were watching this person they probably were doing things where it's like do you really like me or am I just on a list mm-hmm. of people? Am I just like a... Look, 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 I wish we had cameras right now. Lonnie is like, yes. I promise you. <laughs> there's this guy, very attractive. Like, very attractive. Is he not attractive? Very attractive. <laughs> Did I see him? Yes. You see him. Okay, okay. Monday. I know what you're talking about. Yes, he is. Very attractive. Very attractive. Yes. But he scares me. Like, Mm. I've seen the type of people that he attracts. And I'm just looking like, like, if these are the type of people that you attract, then what do you have with me? Yeah. Like, am I just that trophy? Like, oh, I got this. Or like, what is it to me? Like, what attracts you to me when you're attracted to something that I look at? Yes, I know. Because everybody I've dated, they dated beneath me. So I know. Look at you. Look at that. Like Like, even after you break up with an ex and you see who they date in the future, and you're just like, oh my god! Like went back down. You went to the very bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Like the very bottom. Dig it at the bottom of the like desperate much (laughs) come on now but that that is a big um sign of like you really seeing your self-worth seeing like i don't i don't match up to the people that you've been attracting like you are attracting a whole different breed and i am on a different level i think people do shoot their shot and they really are trying to get someone higher than them and if you're at a vulnerable state you may consider entertain it entertain it (laughs) but if you review like what they've been like you did like you said if there's so many Mm -hmm. like if there's one then it's okay it's okay yeah but if there's so many then then that's what you like and i'm not on your level and we can't entertain this but it makes sense okay it makes sense but Uh, you know what i just seen something on tiktok 
um, one of my mentors had posted this clip from this girl's TikTok, and she was pretty much saying, "Stop dating guys that you see potential in." Mm. Like, yeah, you potential have to, is nothing. No, you can't date with potential. It, it That's never, lowering your standards. It may never come into fruition. So if he don't want it bad enough, it's you not. Can't. And you can't mold. You cannot mold a person into what you want them to be. They have to want it. They gotta. They have to want it more than what you want it. Mm-hmm. Like you get to a certain age, and you're like potential. Ain't. It's nothing. It's nothing, especially when you're doing your thing, you know, and you know how hard it is to be an entrepreneur, and you like are jumping off the cliff and just making those, you know, leaps. It's like, all right. So, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right, and that's really- what happened with my last relationship. I'm just like, I'm trying to help you into your potential. And he was an entrepreneur, but our mindsets are completely different. And that's a turnoff to me. Like, like I've I was like there when he was going through all the stuff he was going through, and I'm like, you know, I don't mind you being busy, but it was more so like. I'm going to give you an example of something that he had sent me and it like rubbed me the wrong way. (laughs) Um, I had told him that we really need to work on our communication and he sent me this long drawn out paragraph. I I love you. I have love for you. So don't take this the wrong way. But he had sent me a text message and um, he was pretty much saying how he had spoke with one of his sisters and told them how he feels like he doesn't fit into my world. And I'm just like, why would you send this through a text? Why wouldn't you tell me this over the phone? Like, it had really hurt my feelings. Like, I was just like, what do you mean you don't feel like you're a part of my world? Like, you were an entrepreneur before me. Mm-hmm. And like, he was busy. And I accepted that. Like, he was doing his own thing with his business. He's a hairstylist. And I mean, like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and he was working a regular job. So I'm just like, I know how busy you are, but we have to fix this communication. Like, was it like you started making more or was it just like you became more busy? How did it felt like he was pushing me above him, but you didn't I wasn't feel like looking that, at it that, that way. way. It was just like, look, I'm busy, but text me, call me, leave a voice. You're still now. available. I'm, yeah. Like you make time for what you want. Yeah. But and I kept telling him that mm-hmm. and it was blowing me because it was just like, okay, so I'm telling you this is what we need to work on, but you're not fixing it but he was intimidated and that can happen right so he was intimidated and so it sounds like he was self-sabotaging your relationship where he felt like that's so crazy to just say that (laughs) because i was just like i kept telling my brother i'm just like i feel like he's doing this shit on purpose yeah (laughs) like i feel like he's pushing me away and you know in the beginning of building your business you're gonna be busy especially Mm -hmm. if you want to make some money right if you want to make some money you don't have time for a lot of foolishness that you had time for before you became an entrepreneur you just don't quick pause hey Hey. (laughs) popping bottles bottle number three I think people really can become intimidated by a partner who is either more ambitious or just as ambitious because you feel like there's a competition. And that's really like trying to address an insecurity of, can I really handle somebody who is, who's doing their thing, you know? So 
that would be something or most people have to check like are you kind of jealous of your partner because they're on their game or can you rise to the level of i'm gonna support you i got you and not everybody can do that so that's where it's it's a difference like you have to find the right partner i'm just going to like jay-z and beyonce like if jay-z were was any kind of <laughs> lotties like that that's your crazy about this earlier too like, <laughs> see we on the same frequency i'm gonna throw i'm gonna I'm throw my two cents in after yeah you but you know like if jc was jealous of beyonce beyonce wouldn't be beyonce Mm-mm, she wouldn't she you know what i mean like he's like do you and be the best you and he pushed her and vice versa the hell you know what i'm saying like they both were go you have to check your ego at the door there you go that's what i was trying to say <laughs> all right go ahead lottie what were you gonna and say that's so crazy like me and my friend were talking earlier and we were discussing some of the um some of my business partners in my organization and i'm just like you know maybe maybe i'm just not interested in dating just anyone because i feel like who i'm supposed to be with is probably within the company that i'm associated with like i honestly feel like our mindset has to be equal like Mm -hmm. especially as an entrepreneur you really have to meet somebody that can understand that other side of you where Mm -hmm. it's like there's this ambition and there's this grind and so yeah you look for different things in a partner i decided that after my last relationship i need to know everything up front Mm-hmm. Before I even date you, mm-hmm. um, oh, like it wasn't that bad. Where you need to set that. I need ruling. to know everything. <laughs> like, I want to know your goals. What are you doing to accomplish these goals? Mm-hmm. How long do you think it's going to take you to accomplish them? Like, it's not that I'm going to judge you or take you the wrong way, but it's going to put that idea in my head. Like, okay. We might be able to work on this. It's the mindset. Like, well, yeah. okay, what's where are you at with your current situation? And also, how transparent are they willing to be? You know, mm-hmm. are they being honest? Honest. That honesty mm-hmm. is key. So just to be clear, so this isn't something that you're saying right away. This is something that you're saying, like, when you guys are dating. Mm-hmm. Yep. If we're dating, <laughs> there's a difference between dating and talking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> All right, so correct me if i'm wrong so it should be talking dating engagement marriage am i missing steps talking friendship dating (laughs) engagement and when it comes to engagement like i feel like me and my ex were together for three years and i was perfectly fine with us not being engaged like i don't know marriage was never really a thing for me until I dated the last person that I dated okay. and um, I feel like when it came to when it came to engagement I'm just like okay so if the question is popped I want you to understand that it's going to take me some time before I'm ready to take that next step mm. so when it comes to engagement I need that time to like really like focus on what we're about to what we're about to get ourselves into um aries to aries so you said you didn't think about engagement until the last person when you were with Mm -hmm. so one what was the difference what made you consider it 
this time versus the other others and um go ahead and answer that one first because he didn't push it he didn't push it and um i honestly feel like he how can i put this so i ended up having a soft spot for him he had some stuff going on before we started dating and that like really made me see that oh my god this man is like in love with you um and but it took me some months before i was just like okay you've been pursuing me for this amount of time it was like six months you pursued me for six months and i told you that this is not what i wanted but you weren't trying to force it on me but we were working on our friendship even though we know we had known each other for in that moment six years okay um we were friends we weren't like consistent when it came to communication friendship wise but when we did speak it was just like hey you know what up fam like stuff like that never even knew that this man even had a crush on me oh so you didn't even know i didn't know like we were cool like he was dating one of my friends when i first met him okay so after that like i didn't think did you have an attraction when you first met him no so you were growing in love with this person right so when he when he first said that he felt the way he felt i'm just like (laughs) you (laughs) dated my friend and i'm not into you in that way like we we cool Mm -hmm. yeah so it was a little different but like I grew to really enjoy him as a person and I'm just like man he's not pushing up on me like he gives me my space he's just like you know I do do feel like he knew that something that it was gonna shift I do feel that way he was he knew it was gonna shift <laughs> so it was it wasn't forced it was all it organic it just was like a flow oh, like this was gonna be the next level and that's what made me fall in love with him oh that is okay. the best okay here's my second question when you said you considered engagement but you knew it was going to take time mm-hmm. what was that about was that commitment commitment phobia because i mean i know i had that in the past <laughs> i think that that's what it was it was more so like look i need to make sure that this is it mm-hmm. <laughs> like all right so that's an aries thing i know you love me <laughs> i know i love you but yeah. i need to make sure that this is it forever ever you know (laughs) i just feel like marriage doesn't it doesn't make a relationship like just let it just let it marinate like Mm -hmm. you have to really know that person before you marry them say for instance we had got married before that last year like it would have been it would have went totally left and like (laughs) And you guys were together for three, three years. years. Yeah. So, how long were you guys were engaged? We weren't engaged. I'm oh. just saying. If you it, were considering it. Right. You considered it. Okay. With him, I was just like, okay, I'll You could see that. it. Like, if it happens, it happens. I'm going to accept it. But then if it, it doesn't, went left. I'm okay. <laughs> I want to be for sure. Yeah. Because like, forever is a long time. That's a long time. <laughs> it's a long and time. it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's more, that comes, Why it's gotta, more that comes to Yeah, like, why we gotta get this paper? Like, can we just get a ring pop? And I'll probably, <laughs> I will probably get all types of backlash from this, but I honestly feel like you're single until you're married. Oh, I've heard that though. 
But if you're not able to deal with your mate flirting or possibly dealing with other people, then they're not for you. Okay. There's levels, though. There's levels to flirting. Yeah, it is. Like, I... But I just feel like... I feel like with me being a man, I kind of... I kind of know where a man's brain sits. Mm -hmm. And, um... I'm not saying it's okay to cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer. But what I'm saying is... It's okay to be honest. Be like honest. Be honest about what? Like be honest you, about oh, everything. Yeah, like, like if you have those like, desires right. or Yes. If okay. it's a thought, that's cheating. Gotcha. <laughs> that's cheating. Okay, so And it's kinda tough to take that in. Like if somebody's telling if somebody that you are like really feeling and they yeah. tell you that they've had this thought, it's kinda hard to receive that. I can like with me and my exes it's always been a friendship thing like we're my exes can tell me about all of their relationships you you need to that's what makes your relationship strong i'm not telling you it's okay to cheat no no no. but But i'm just saying like be honest yeah that that's what you really need to do you need to be able to be honest if a slip up happens be honest well okay so that's the thing what the slip ups what's that about what like that's allowed happens how does that i'm not saying it's allowed but I'm saying, be honest with me. But why would it happen? Because it we're happens. not married. <laughs> we're not married. But if you are married, will it still happen? If we're married and it happens, I still want it you to be, be honest. honest with me. Yeah. It shouldn't happen, but I want you to be honest with me. Let me decide whether or not you want to. This stay. is what I want to do. Yeah. You know, moving forward. I agree. But you know what? I was listening to something, and I was like, "That's people- a male's perspective." <laughs> no, 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 no. Trust that me. face you make it like I'm telling you, like no, men are different. Men are different. I completely. I just want you to be honest with me. If you can be honest with me and allow me the opportunity to accept or disagree with what you're what what you're doing right then i have so much love for you like, okay this is we can end on good terms you said we go it's <laughs> going so in you know, i'm not saying that will end but i'm just saying that if i do decide to end it'll end on good terms yeah, yeah, yeah. because you were honest with me right all right but so if i decide to put me? up with it right then so be it but i'm not telling you i'm not giving you i'm not giving you too many you know get Free out passes, of jail passes yeah. mm-hmm. like if you're honest with me so be it but if you come back to me and well, tell me something else then we probably don't need to be looking forward to getting married well, we no. just need to be friends Lonnie so we've been doing this podcast for four years and it was one of our first couple of episodes called self growth and I, I said something similar to what you were saying I was like you know what my husband is going to have some free passes because I understand men have urges and desires and we were interviewing these guests and it was Sid and her yes. boyfriend and her boyfriend was like why would you allow a free pass I'm paraphrasing but he said it in a way where it was like why are you walking into a relationship allowing already someone. allowing this and for some reason the way he said it it was just like it marinated it, yeah. it marinated like man I'm already setting the bar so low that it's like 
he could cheat on me a couple times. I also think it's like how you grew up too. Like mm-hmm. we're setting ourselves up to like that's gonna happen to us. Right. We're already we saw ready it. preparing mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when he asked me, like, well, why are you allowing that? Why are you already allowing that before you even get into that relationship? It was just like, oh, dang. Why am I'm I? already setting myself up for someone to cheat. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys believe in whatever happens in the dark will come to the light? Oh, it will. Uh, yeah, me yes. Too. It will. <laughs> it so, will. It's better for you to tell me right. than for yeah. me to find, find out. If I find out from somebody else, then yeah, it's the whole no spirit. Bueno. We're good. If you're in your gut, Shandala. it's true. <laughs> I feel, if I feel it in my gut, I'm going with my gut. <laughs> I do have a question. So I lived here all my life. So I only dated not guys from Florida because they've been all over. But I really want to get somebody else's perspective, like who's lived from somewhere like Wisconsin. Like, I can't even imagine dating there. But you say dating here is. (laughs) Especially cut. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I've never dated anybody from my hometown. I've never even dealt with anybody from my hometown there's one person that can say that we kissed from my hometown that's it damn um yeah <laughs> um and i was a kid then yeah i wasn't You're even like, 21 i was seven <laughs> you know? i mean when i was a kid you know how you used to play house and stuff right, right, like right, that yeah. but like a serious like relationship or like mm-hmm. dealing with somebody no um I've dealt with a few people in Milwaukee, like very minimum. Um, the majority of my people have, the majority of the guys that I've dated have been from other areas, like West Coast, East Coast, a lot from the South. <laughs> Shout out to the South. Okay. So were you in Wisconsin while you were dating people out of state or was so- it... Okay. Majority of it. Majority of it. Um, okay. I moved to Mississippi when I was 19. Okay. And I feel like when I moved to Mississippi, that's when I felt free. Like, mm, okay. I was it's more different. open to dating. Yeah. Different environment. Mm-hmm. So, I'm from yeah. Port St. Lucie. Yeah. Shout out to Port St. Lucie. Okay. Come through. <laughs> PSL in the house. Um, but it's, it's something similar. Like, I. I dated, but not really. And then when I got to Tampa and I was in college, and after college, it was like when I really had my first dating experience, experiences as an adult. So would you say that's the same? Like when you moved out? Yeah. I didn't actually like come out until I moved Mm. and I was kind of forced to come out. (laughs) Forced by who? I mean, not really forced, but... So, me and one of my cousins lived together, and I love her dearly. Aww. Um, But she spilled the tea. Oh, dang. <laughs> I knew that I love her dearly was coming with a butt. I it was like, her uh, there's and no hard you feelings. You know, when that, time, when that time happened, I didn't understand. I was a little upset with her because I felt like. Uh, I felt like she betrayed me and I never confirmed anything but I feel like there was so much leading to how she found out about me um but that's a whole nother episode (laughs) part two coming soon (laughs) but um she had said something to my cut one of my cousins that lives in Wisconsin and my cousin 
I went back to my grandma and my grandma went to my mom and my Dang. mom called me and asked me about it and I denied it. And then um, my mom and my grandma came to visit me and my mom, me and my mom had already talked about it. Like after I had denied it, I came back like she had asked me again. She's like, are you sure? And so I ended up telling her and um, she came to visit and she's just like, you know, mom is really like wanting to know about your lifestyle but just like just be prepared if she asks you while we're here yeah. and um i just ended up telling her like this is what i'm into like mm-hmm. hate or love it and i mean my family's been very supportive oh, that was gonna be my that, next question like awesome. were they accepting mm-hmm. or was it my family's very supportive growing up in a house where church was life um, my granddad, he didn't really know how to take it. My dad was in and out of my life as a as an adolescent. Um, so I really didn't have that relationship with him. We tried when I got became, what, 25 or 26, which was like almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but it didn't work. And I mean, I don't blame him for it. It is what it is. Um, but you I have just, all the love and support you yeah, need from yeah. the people. Who- I feel like... At that time, it was just like, it was kind of too late. Like, we both agreed that I needed a father years ago. Yeah. I'm grown now. I can do what, I, what I'm what i doing now without you. Um, and the only reason why I reached out to him, because he had a, had a health condition that was going on, which mm-hmm. now he's going through something where it's a little bit more serious. And... Um, I still pray for him. I'm not that type of person where I'm just going to completely close you out. But I'm that type of person where you're going to have to reach out to me if you want me to take you seriously. I'm not that type of person where I'm going to reach out to you, especially when in this situation, you're the father, I'm the son. Mm -hmm. All right. I have to ask this because I've had my father pass away. So I'm wondering, like, would you... And I hate that I hate to go no, to this extreme. Ask it. <laughs> yeah, you know, would you have any regrets if leave this earth? Like, is there something that you feel like you would regret? Like, I won't say I would a have a regret. I would probably feel. I would probably be on an emotional roller coaster because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, when death comes. Yeah. With anybody, you're gonna be you're gonna feel some type of way about it. Mm-hmm. Like you think about the what ifs. Mm-hmm. Um, but regret wise, no, I probably okay. won't regret it. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll be sad about it because that time was taken away from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of time was already taken from me. But um, yeah, I'll be okay. Okay. Well, so my the reason why I asked is because. You said the what ifs. And so I'm wondering if any of those what ifs could be something that you repair now. Like, do you ever feel like those things could be something that you can build in the present? Or is it is it if he reaches out to me? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. If he reaches reaches out to me, because I feel like I I initiated the the last time. Right. And um my grandfather passed when I was like 13 his father and he made me feel really oh Jesus he made me feel really he made me feel a lot of hatred for him when I was 
I want to say I was like 12 or 13 mm-hmm. and um, just the stuff he said it was just like it threw me off because it was the same day that we had buried his father and I'm like why would you say this about my mother when my mother's always been there you've been the one that's been right. in and out of my life I don't know like the way he said a lot of things it, it made it seem like my mother took advantage of him and right. I'm just like if you knew we'll talk about this off of the recording but like if you knew like the full story yeah. like age wise you'd be like what do you mean like you're the man in the situation yeah. and a lot of times that generation is just they're I'm trying to find the right wording but they have a it's a different it's mentality totally, it's a different right. it's a generational gap where they were surviving and it can be backwards and so I think we are the generation that's trying to like I think they're the generation where it's like where there's hurt and then there's like just self blame and there's there's no really like healing it's just moving on with life you gotta survive mode where it's like where it's us and it's like where you know we're taking hurt from our past um generation we're moving on into our early lives and then we're now in our 30s and we're like perceiving everything like okay well this is how our family grew up this is what we know and now there's self-help there's self-love and this is what we need to before we can really get into a like a serious relationship yeah. something that's what we want breaking yep. generational where, curses and right, patterns they, where you they don't like, know that it's like she hurt me and person. i'm gonna blame right it's mm-hmm. a blame game yeah and then so. with you two being ladies like you look you look for your mate to be like the man that was supposed to be in your life mm-hmm. um your father, father that's supposed fear. to be the first man that you the, love, love you know? right yeah. Um, with my with my dad, I just feel like there was so much that could have happened. Like if my grandparents were like, if my grandparents were different than what they are now, he would have been locked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah, he yeah. would have been locked up. But my was, mom was, was fourteen and he was eighteen. So yeah. I mean, oh yeah, like generational differences. Yeah, where yeah. things were just so different. like if my grandparents would have been different, or they wouldn't have had that relationship with my father's parents, who yeah. are my grandparents, or were my grandparents. I that could have went totally left. Yeah, I think definitely with the African American story, like there's so much layers there's so many layers because it's like you wouldn't call law enforcement because they're not the people that are you know that would help Mm -hmm. so you protect your own and there's a lot of things that get pushed under the rug but then you grow up with the resentment there's that whole you you know yeah yeah, like okay okay. this is why we're acting this way so there's a lot of like generational things that like it's here now so let's just deal with it Mm -hmm. it's not gonna change anything right and let's give you the chance to be a man (laughs) right but but there's also the thing of like now we know and once we know how do we make a difference and Mm -hmm. so like I remember hearing this it's like mental health and therapy is a luxury and that's really a luxury that we have 
And so to take advantage of it and then affect our next generation is something that is a luxury because a lot of elders they didn't have that luxury of mental health it wasn't it wasn't available it was considered you know you're crazy you're out of your mind negative yeah it had a lot of negative connotations but just to be able to afford a therapist you know it's just like we're just trying to survive so to have the luxury in this generation to like you know get that help and that counseling it, it really is a luxury and I think we're the generation that's going to change the next generation to say, yeah, we have, right. And that goes, you know, ties into the financial literacy part as well, where, you know, financially, like, you know, we were surviving and now we can thrive a little bit and Mm -hmm. we can teach our kids to invest. I remember listening to a podcast where they were talking about the grandmother took her grandson to McDonald's. And they were buying, you know, something off the menu. And she's like, oh, you like McDonald's? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, okay, I'm going to buy you stock in McDonald's. And so she bought her grandson's stock in McDonald's. And so from the time he was six or whatever, he had stock in, you know, this company. And, you know, when he grew up, he already had investments, you know, like taught you, if you like this, invest in the company right. mm-hmm. don't just buy the burger invest in the stock of it and that's what we're learning you know generations later like if you like these shoes or if you like this business invest in the stock don't mm-hmm. just be buy. a consumer right right, right. right. So, do something I, that's gonna make you some money yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what, I, so. what i can say like we and we can tie this back to like part two because you're coming back yes but i really am like just so happy that you're like when you were to come out to your family like they were just so accepting because to me like i hate to i don't know just hear that you know just you explaining yourself to your family and then just just waiting to see the reaction it's I can't Im- it's, I can't imagine I really can't cheers to that yes. yeah. have y'all ever watched Pose no, no. but everybody to tells me to watch Pose. it like, it's on Netflix if I, know. I ever had to experience like that like I have friends that have experienced that support being snatched away from them because of them being who they are yeah and like that was a fear for me growing up like I knew that I was different I just didn't know how to express it mm-hmm. and how and, like I don't know how that is in being in Wisconsin to me I would yeah. think like that's you just have this one set of mind frame but I don't know because I've never been there so I can only like you're right it's Wisconsin that's the one you're thinking about <laughs> and just to circle back on the whole therapy thing like if you feel you need therapy or you feel like something isn't right within just do it um i lost my baby brother in 2018 and it took me up until the middle of 2019 one of my co-workers at that time had been telling me about her therapist and how she was able to bring so much out of her and i'm just she kept talking about it after i lost my brother i'm just like i don't really want to hear this like yeah i'm like like you were saying like a lot of us African Americans, we think that we look down on on help, mm-hmm. and it's really not something that we should be looking down on. Like, if you really feel like you need that, if 
you really feel like you need that help, do it. It's not a biased opinion that you're receiving from this person. She brought so much out of me. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was holding on. Like, with my dad, I didn't know I was holding on to stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Um, previous relationships, I didn't know I was holding on to that. Like, this lady brought so much out of me. And, like, when I lost my, my baby brother, I felt like I was, I felt like I was going to check out. Yeah. Um, then the main reason why I feel like I was gonna check out was because in April of that year, um, right before my birthday, right before I turned thirty, he was just like he kept saying we need to do better, and I hadn't we hadn't really spent time together as adults. Like I can't I can't even tell you how many times we hung out as as adults. Him and my middle brother were really close. So I would see him when they would hang out, but I'd have my own thing going on and it was never any hard feelings. We knew how we felt about each other. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. like, forget him or forget me. It was just more so like, I'm at this age where I'm trying to build myself. I had moved down South. So we really didn't have that relationship. And that April, right before my birthday, it was just like, man, like, oh my god where did time go like this Mm. should have never been us and he kept saying um i feel like the message that he was supposed to place on this earth was family is supposed to be close he's like i want you to know who my kids are i want my kids to know who their uncle is Mm -hmm. he just spoke so highly of love like and family and um our grandfather at the time was in the hospital and um, we were all in Milwaukee visiting our family in Milwaukee and he kept speaking on family and mm. um, man it was just crazy like yeah. it's just like the one of energy so I was watching this um, interview today and um, her name is Beverly from Vibe magazine and she was talking about that like she because of work she missed so many events but then she finally got to a place where she was like these events aren't more important than being with my family yeah and so she said you know her father was turning 95 and she had the opportunity be to be at like a fashion show or something and she turned it down she's like no i i gotta go to my dad's birthday and they're like okay you know you can go so she went to her dad's birthday and then um, he ended up passing a few weeks later because of COVID. Yeah. And she was like, if I hadn't gone, have gone, there would have been like... She would have regretted it. Right. Like, I think it like we... Set, yeah, I think we know. all take time for granted. Mm-hmm. Especially what we have with we people. Think there's so much time yeah. and so, you never know. And that's how I felt with my brother. Like, Yeah, he's your um, baby brother. Like, he's younger than... He's going you're yes. gonna be here after you you know the yes. good thing is is that like you feel like you, like you know his message mm-hmm. and so you get to carry that so he lives on within me within yeah. you so yep. that's amazing I didn't understand that when it first happened <laughs> oh, right right you gotta get I there kept, I kept saying in my head like my cousin had my cousin that lives in a totally different state than what we lived in kept calling me and at that time I was I was um, I was on a uh, sleeping pill, and because um, I I have insomnia, 
So I'm on this sleeping pill. I took my pill and my cousin kept calling me. And I'm just like, what does she want? Why does she keep calling me? Because mm-hmm. she's in Nashville. So I'm just like, maybe I should call her back. And I was just like, I'll just deal with it in the morning. And she texted me and she said, hey, Lil Kurt got into a motorcycle accident. Oh, Y'all no. need to get to the hospital like ASAP. So I'm just like, I picked up my phone. I looked at this and I'm just like, okay, he's going to be okay. So I um, I called my sister because I knew I knew for sure she had had known, and I was just like, let me call and check on her. And I could hear her engine, like when I Facetimed her, I could hear her engine. She's like, I have to get to the hospital because she's like, I don't know what's about to happen. And she asked me where I was. I was like, Fam, I just took my sleeping pills, so I can't drive anywhere. But I'm just like, slow down. Relax. We don't need any other accidents. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's gonna be fine. I'm like, whatever way it goes, we'll be fine. We just have to pray about it, and you know, we just have to stay together. And when she texted me, oh Jesus, when she texted me and told me he didn't make it, like, I felt so much pain within because every week. After we had reconnected in April, he was at my house and he kept saying, he was just like, we should switch cars. He had this nice um, Ford Explorer and he was just like, I want to drive that Charger. He's just like, you need to let me drive it. I'm just like, I didn't trust it because I'm just like, you young. I'm like, you be the, be, be the crash my car. My car. You, can't, yeah. you can't pay for these repairs. <laughs> this and insurance. Whole, and whole time it was the motorcycle and, um, mm. you know, um, it was painful in that time, in that time, in that moment, because I I never expected something like that to happen. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that was probably like the worst pain for me. It, yeah. Like last year, that was nothing. <laughs> last year was a breeze. Coronavirus, even though it took it took a lot from my family, that was nothing to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2018. That was the year, my year of pain. Well, no, my, I mean, my dad passed in 19 and then Corona came and I was like, I mean, I found the blessing in 2020 because like, I'm this like, is nothing. yeah, this it's is like preparing you for greater. Right. It's That's like, how I felt. Right. Right. And I was just happy that he didn't pass during Corona where he didn't have like, the experience. Yeah. Like, like I couldn't see him or I couldn't bury him because even that interview with oh Beverly, my God, that 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 blows me mm-hmm. one of my business partners was just saying her mom was a nurse and her mom had caught coronavirus and she's just like that whole timing was just awful she's like i had to i had to make the decision to cut my mom's machine off oh my god and she's just like she couldn't even be there i went back and forth because she's just like i don't want to i don't want to cut it off yeah and then she'd be she was supposed to be okay but then she's like i don't want her to suffer right oh my god i'm such an empath i'm about to cry we got to change something else i'm about to like break down Oh yeah, last and last you gotta year live was with tough that. for you a lot live of with people that. and yeah. like to make that decision. And I I just hope that everyone, um, everyone can look back at 2020 and um, realize that it's time for change. Like That's, seriously, you really have to look at everything from a different perspective. And every moment and everybody that you have in your life, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like you can't take time for granted. Cherish, because, you know spend time with the people that you love because you never know and you 
always think, especially like when the people are younger than you, it's like, ah, they can't. Right. Yeah, With my be brother, here. I'm just like, he's supposed to bury me, so he'll right, be fine. Right. Uh-huh. Listen, no, I got my burial plans. Like, it don't work like that, <laughs> It don't y'all. work like that. So every moment is definitely It do special. not work like that. And if it, if it has anything to do with a job, these jobs do not care about you. You know, I experienced that where a, a corporation was like, listen, we're downsizing and unfortunately your position has to go but it did motivate me but it, it, it helps, does change your perspective you grow it does yeah it, it changed your perspective because it's like man i'm really disposable to this company so what can i do to make sure that i'm good outside of this corporate world because they can just be like and Deuces. i never i've never seen this beforehand y'all <laughs> i'm like oh i'm gonna make it big like, yeah you want the ladder <laughs> i'm gonna show y'all i'm about to be a boss <laughs> period like yeah that's all i seen and then mm-hmm. in that moment it, it really- wasn't that i was sad because i was excited because i'm just like okay this means that i can do this move i can move to florida now yeah um because i couldn't find a job within the company to move here and I had almost thank you Jesus yes, Lord. for let me stop what I was doing I was trying to move <laughs> too fast because mm-hmm. I almost moved here in 2018 mm-hmm. 2018 2019 I almost moved here in 2019 and the two offers that I that I had I didn't I didn't feel right with them. They, my energy just kept telling me, like, nah. this ain't it. This is not what's for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wait. I love that. Take yeah. your time. I'm learning to, like, just Trust listen to my energy. intuition. Yeah. I'm so glad I did because everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I'm not moving. I'm not moving to make not no money. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, one company, they tried to low ball me. And I'm like, just like, I know who I am. Yeah. I know my value. And um, if you about to cut me that low, this mm. has to be something that I'm just like, So okay, you got your standards with yeah. guys and jobs. You yeah. got your me? standards all Do you hear me? Yes. And then the other job, I'm just like, I'm not moving to be a slave. <laughs> like, like, Monday like, through Friday, nine to five. That's all I got for you. (laughs) You hear me? That's what it was. They couldn't. They couldn't. They they couldn't provide me with what I wanted. So I was just like, "Well, (laughs) this ain't for me." (laughs) You looked at the contract. You was like, "Is this slavery?" Like this can't be real. Is it back? Are we back? Yes, sir. You said a minimum of sixty hours. Sixty. There's no way. No. <laughs> like, I barely work 40 right now. <laughs> and I mean, even when I was in management, like, my GM, she used to get mad because I would leave at 40. I'm just like, y'all don't pay me for this. This is when I was working in the car industry. I'm just like, y'all don't pay me for this. Like, I'm going home. I, I, I was in school still. I'm like, mm-mm, ain't no way. So, yeah, don't let these jobs wear y'all out, stress y'all out. I'm not saying quit your job tomorrow, but figure out a plan and make it happen. Like, work your job to uh, finance your business. Right. So, like, being in that position, like you said, it, it does change your mindset. Like, being in the position where you know you're disposable because it's a multi-million dollar company right. and they can just get rid of you at any time 
it changes you a little bit like so yeah like you got to make the job work for you mm-hmm. where don't wait for it do not wait for them to get rid of you yeah because it can do happen. it now yeah it can happen it may not i mean <laughs> hey some people have those success stories so it's not for everybody this right. message isn't for everybody because mm-hmm. people can definitely climb up the corporate ladder yeah but if you have something in your heart or you have that ambition and you're like i want to do something else and you're comfortable in a com- corporate job it's just like you never know you never know and so you can you should always follow that thing that mm-hmm. you know can lead you yeah, to your your calling, your, your calling. Yep. Mm-hmm. why build someone else's success if you can build your own exactly hey. like Tana just said it's not for everybody right because you have to have you have to be <laughs> very disciplined mm-hmm <laughs> to be your own boss yes yeah but anybody can do it um i don't know if you all have heard of eric worry but he had mentioned something in one of my um trainings a few weeks ago and he was just like you know um some people look at things and they're just like oh no that ain't it but um anybody can do it yeah (laughs) anybody can do it but it's not for everybody just to kind of piggyback on what you were saying like if you look at something and you don't get that calling like oh this is for me then it's not for you Mm -hmm. but if you get that thing where you look at something you're like i think i can i think i can jump or take that leap or i can do more yeah i mean jump out of that plane (laughs) all right that because we we told somebody to do it and they did it and they're like bitch y'all were crazy so that's why i'm like well they liked it they just said they would never do it again okay that's like my experience i i loved it i don't i could never do it again but that's just because i have i gotta do it one more time so we're doing it together yes i have two bad it together i have two yeah i can't you can't you're not gonna do it again i'll do it with you babe all right so if you were to say any dating advice, what would you give? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, I know, we just jump back to dating. So I kind of said this earlier. Never lower your standards. Ooh. It's okay to give people chances um, to get to know them, but never lower your standards. If you feel some type of way when it comes to dealing with who you want to deal with, Keep that in mind. Do not forget how you feel about what you feel you deserve. Because sometimes we will, like I said earlier, we will see potential in people. And sometimes they're not able to fulfill that potential within themselves. So always, always look at it in different perspectives. Because... Sometimes we'll look at it and be like, Mm-mm, that ain't it. <laughs> but if you feel it in your gut, you know, just try it out. It's nothing wrong with taking that risk. Live your life, especially if you're young. Live your life. Yes, I love it. Cheers <laughs> to that. Cheers. <laughs> oh my gosh. What'd you say if I can get the glass up? <laughs> I can get this glass. We were all over the place, but we love 
<laughs> we love it. We're so happy that you were here. Thanks for coming, babe. I Thank knew this y'all was for having me. Yes. Oh my god, I feel so special. <laughs> you Even though it took me a minute to get here, yeah. Just no. my schedule be like all over the place. No, it, it's okay. You. you were worth happened, the wait. It happened in the right time. Yes, yes, you were worth the wait. Totally. All right. So, do you want to plug yourself one last time? A yes. Let's plug you in. IG. So. Handle. Like I mentioned earlier, you can add me on Facebook, Lonnie, that's L-O-N-N-I-E, P as in Paul, Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S, or you can add me on Instagram or follow me, that's Lonnie, L-O-N-N-I-E, P as in Paul, Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S, or if you feel like you need some advice, some financial advice, that's it because I'm not <laughs> offering any dating advice to anyone <laughs> and I'm not looking to link with anyone. <laughs> but my phone that. number is 863-508-8920. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Lonnie, for coming on. And thank you for listening to Makeup Breakups and Martinis. You can follow us on Facebook, our Instagram at Makeup Breakups and Martinis. And if you have any topics you like us to discuss, please DM us or you can email us at makeupbreakupsandmartinis at gmail.com. And cheers, guys! Yes, cheers! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god.